This video is brought to you by Devout Decals, makers of reusable Catholic art for your home altar, your bedroom, and your home classroom. Francis turned heads this week with an announcement that he saw that few saw coming. Francis says he would like to visit Argentina in 2024. Some are taking this as an announcement for a planned trip to his home country next year, and it might very well be that, though I would caution anyone from believing that for even a moment. The reason this announcement turned heads is not only because it means he plans to be in his post as the man the world sees as Pope for another year, it would mean finally ending his own personal boycott of visiting his home country. It has been widely noted that Francis hasn't made a trip home to Argentina since he assumed his current post a decade ago, and various reasons have been given as to why that might be. Let's take a look at the basic story today for some insight into all the details, as well as to at least one reason why he might not want to go home. But I wanted to take a moment aside to thank everyone who decided to send me a few dollars through Buy Me a Coffee, the link in the description below, or who sent something to my P.O. box that's also listed there. If you aren't aware, a tornado touched down in my town and wreaked the havoc that you would expect from something like that happening, including doing some rather serious damage to my house. I didn't ask for donations per se, but I did note in a video that if someone felt compelled to donate, that there was an option to do so. And people did, raising enough to cover most of the home insurance deductible, which is astonishing. And my wife and I send you a heartfelt thank you for that to everyone who did that. And if you're seeing this on the audio podcast side and wondered where, you, where the, your content was for a few days, that's why. If my internet is restored by this weekend, I'll do a live stream to give more details. Anyway, onto our story, which comes from America Magazine with this headline. Pope Francis plans to visit Argentina in 2024 and says Archbishop Gonsvein must leave the Vatican. It's pretty obvious that Archbishop Gonsvein isn't loved by Francis. Rumors have abounded as to where Rome would send him, with the latest being to Costa Rica, to serve as nuncio to that country, but that hasn't been confirmed. The only thing that has been confirmed is that Francis doesn't want Benedict's former secretary anywhere near him. He just doesn't like him at the very least. But that's not our story for today. Today, we're interested in Francis's sudden hint that he might, in fact, go home next year. It's honestly too much to hope for that if he does decide to go to Argentina, he also decide to stay and leave running the Catholic Church to people better equipped to do so. From the article, quote, Pope Francis wants to visit Argentina, his homeland, in 2024. He told this to an Argentinian journalist this past week. He also revealed that he has told Archbishop George Gonsvein, the private secretary of the late Pope Benedict XVI, that he asked to leave his Vatican apartment in the coming months. Francis revealed all this when he received Joaquin Morales Sola, an Argentinian journalist whom he has known for many years, in a private audience some days ago at Santa Marta, the Vatican guesthouse where he lives. I want to go to the country, Argentina, next year, he told Mr. Morales, so Sola. The journalist who wrote an article on his meeting with Francis in the Sunday edition of La Nación, April 23rd, explained that the Pope saw 2024 as a propitious moment because there are no contests in the country to choose a political leadership. They'll be held in October 2023. And felt that by announcing the visit now, he would avoid being seen as a, in favor of one political party or the other. He was keen that his visit should not be read through a political lens. According to Vatican, to Vatican protocol, the Pope does not visit a country in such a year. Francis had originally planned to visit Argentina, Chile, and Uruguay in 2017, but had to postpone the visit to Chile because of 
contests in that country, and when he later visited Chile and Peru, it was not possible to include his homeland. The first Latin America Pope had also sparked expectation of a possible visit last month when he gave interviews to several Argentinian dailies, including La Nación, and in them repeatedly confirmed his desire to visit his homeland. But this is the first time that he has given a date for the visit, end quote. And that's all the details that America Magazine provided. There hasn't been much information about why he doesn't want to go home, at least not from official sources. Some suggest it's because of frosty relations between himself personally and the politicians who run Argentina, specifically President Cristina Fernandez and her late husband and former president Nestor Kirchner, though it's worth noting that he did meet with Fernandez last year in Rome. Francis has a history of not exactly getting along with them, though, at least publicly. In an article for Fox News from a few years ago, on the subject of a tour of South America that Francis was going on at the time that avoided Argentina, it was noted that Vatican policy has been for several decades now that a reigning pontiff will not visit a country that is expecting to have political choices made by the people who will run their country for that year. But this issue goes beyond basic run-of-the-mill politics. Francis has hinted that he would open church files from Argentina's military government that ran Argentina as a dictatorship from 1976 to 1983, which, as the article notes, could spark lawsuits and arrests related to the 30,000 people who disappeared or were ended by the government at that time. But there's another side to the story, one that Fox didn't report, and once again, I will invoke this book right here, and I really should start getting royalties for helping sell copies of it, because every time I mention this book, used copies get snapped up from the internet. That book is Austin Ivory's book, The Great Reformer, which is the authorized biography of Francis. And we're going to emphasize first edition here specifically because in subsequent editions, the certain details were edited out, certain details specifically about Argentina. But in the first edition, the author goes into some great detail about Francis's time working with the government of Argentina during the dictatorship. And as it turns out, Francis was knee-deep in the politics of the moment, and he may have been involved in the disappearance of priests involved in the resistance to that government at that time, among other things. At the very least, he was seen as being far too cozy with that government, playing both sides of the issue with them and other priests and with laity. And it caused such a problem that he might have worried about facing legal problems if he visited the country now. Some have noted that the statute of limitations has finally passed in 2023 since that government left power 40 years ago, though I would push back against that idea that he was afraid of getting arrested if he returned to Argentina, since the idea of a government arresting the Pope in the modern world is on its face laughable. Such a thing just isn't going to happen. Such a move would, to put it ridiculously mildly, if Argentina did something like that, it would cause enormous trouble for Argentina and its government on the international stage. It wouldn't be worth the trouble it would cause them. There'd be enormous international pressure to get them to released the pontiff. It is far more likely that Francis would face protests everywhere he went, though, in Argentina, due to his own, own alleged history of being involved with the government at that time, and moreover for his handling of Ted McCarrick-type priests and bishops more recently in that country, culminating with his giving at least one Ted McCarrick-type bishop shelter in the Vatican for a time during investigations into his personal contact, conduct, though he did have that bishop who was named was Zanchetta, sent back to Argentina to face the music. Now, there might be another reason for this story, though. And people around Francis are, at this moment, forgetting the rather basic rule of modernism. 
You're supposed to uphold the church's teachings on unpopular positions with your lips, but work quietly to undermine them. That's what they forget. They're forgetting the quietly part these days because we seem to be living in that period of church history where evils in the earthly organization are being made clear and the wolves among the shepherds are being outed. The Argentina story came at the same time that the head of the papal household was publicly disagreeing with the church's teachings on non-negotiable moral issues, especially on those related to life. The comments in question come from Cardinal Vincenzo Paglia, who has a history of just pay, paying at best lip service to the teachings of the church on various hot-button social issues. You know, the ones that the world would really like the church to change her position on so that they line up with the secular world. Our story comes from the very modernist Crux Now, which professes to be taking the Catholic pulse. If they did, in fact, take the Catholic pulse, they'd realize that the church needed a medical intervention some time ago and would not be a modernist outlet like they are. Headline. Head of Papal Academy sparks new row with remarks about medical procedures to voluntarily end oneself. Yeah, you might have heard about the story, but one of the most influential figures in Rome is denying the church's teaching on the dignity of the human person by saying that he agrees with the church's teachings but would support laws in Italy that fly in the face of church teachings. What he's really saying by saying such a stupid thing is that the church's teachings can be ignored by the very people who are supposed to listen to them the most, meaning in this case, Catholic politicians. Anyway, from Crux, quote, On Monday, the Pontifical Academy for Life hit back against critics of remarks its president made several days prior, implying that while personally opposed to, youth and to the uh, government uh, making legal doctors assisting somebody and deciding it was all over, he was supportive of legislation regulating it. Last Wednesday, speaking at Perugia Journalism Festival in Perugia on the last journey towards the end of life, Italian Archbishop Vincenzo Paglia, president of the Pontifical Academy of Life, said the Catholic Church, quote, does not have a package of preta a prepackaged truth as if it were a distributor of truth pills. Rather, its teaching is the result of theological thought evolved throughout history in dialogue with the magisterium and with the experience of the people of God in a dynamic of mutual enrichment. In other words, church teaching is mutable and can change with the times. Anyway, to this end, he pointed out, he pointed the development over time of the church's position on the state imposing the ultimate penalty on an offender, which previously held that there were certain circumstances in which it was considered permissible until Pope Francis modified the catechism of the Catholic Church in 2018 to state that it is always inadmissible. When the church intervenes publicly at the intellectual, political, or juridical level, it does so the level of culture and dialogue between consciences, Paglia said. In terms of end-of-life issues, Paglia said the big question is how to achieve an ethical and juridical plan that respect both individuals and society as a whole, end quote. Francis attempted to change the church's teaching on that issue in such a way that it destroyed the credibility of the church and magisterial authority in these hot-button issues. The end result was that people really began to question if Francis was really the Pope at all, because he can't change the church's teachings on this issue or any other issue of faith and morals, regardless of whether you want him to or not. He doesn't have that right. No Pope has that right. He's supposed to safeguard the faith, to not change it to fit his personal worldview or the worldview of his secular allies. The consequence of that has been every other related issue is now in question because the teachings can evolve now, apparently, and now we see that it is evolving in ways no one 
would otherwise have predicted. The story is already causing a headache for Rome and has been brewing in the news for a few days now. Francis's non-announcement about visiting Argentina may simply have been a means of deflecting the story to blunt its impact, since technically speaking, he was not formally announcing a 2024 trip to Argentina. I'd imagine that Paglia got a visit from Francis or one of his men to ask the Cardinal what in the world he was thinking when he was saying something as stupid as that publicly. But I'm curious what you think about the story, and I apologize for the condition of my voice, but in addition to everything else going on, I got a cold for my little girl. It happens. But do you think Francis has been avoiding going to visit Argentina? If so, why? Were there details I left out about his own personal history in Argentina? If so, put them in the comments, please. And like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help, as does sharing this on social media. That helps a lot, too. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.